0: Welcome to Created Creative. I'm Dawn. Hi, I'm Ruth. And we're figuring out what this uh-huh. is. It's a new podcast. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes. It's called Created Creative, the podcast. And we're so glad that you're here.
0: But the website is Created Creative Podcast. Oh, I haven't even looked at it yet. <laughs> There's nothing there. We own it, though. We
1: own it. <laughs> Excellent. Created Creative. Thank you for naming it. I think of you as more clever than me. Oh, I don't know about that, but I felt like it is good because it's a good play on words. It addresses what we want to talk about, creative people and how the spirit drives that. Yes.
0: I love that you chose because I thought about creator, but we're talking about people who have a belief that there is some other entity out there we call God, but whatever sort of spirit, there's a creator that created us. And we were created creative, like it's always been true.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, that we are created to create things. (laughs) That's just part of our fundamental that makes us who we are.
0: Have you seen that study that If you ask kindergartners who's creative and they all raise their hand, and then if you ask high school seniors, it'll be like two people who draw well. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. I remember reading about that. Unless we're an expert in something, we think we're not that. But no, all of us are creative people just in different ways.
0: I'm excited to hear the stories because these will be people Mm -hmm. who have the creative part of their life in various percentages of their life hmm. Some will be full time and some will be like, this is what I do five hours a month on the side and yeah. everything in between.
1: And we get to hear about their process. And what I love is those times when some of those creative people give you an opportunity to coach them a little bit. And then I get secondhand coaching from <laughs> from when ah. you're talking to them.
0: As will the listener, I guess. <laughs> that is probably pretty unique to this podcast that we're doing real-time coaching or brainstorming with the guests who invite us to do that.
1: Yeah, because you bring a lot of experience with coaching to this. How long have you been doing it now, coaching?
0: Nearly 20 years. I had been working in churches and had the master's from Luther Seminary and got a second master's in organizational psychology in New York. And Within that, I learned about executive coaching, and there was just this little whisper of something new called life coaching. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's the thing. Because the executive coaching stayed within the walls of the job, and life coaching was more universal. So I was one of the very first ones within the first 100 people to be national board certified as a coach. So it's been a while. Yeah.
1: I know that it was the first time I had ever heard of the term life coach was when you started doing it. It's like, what is this newfangled thing?
0: I used to have to tell people what it is. Now I have to tell people how I'm different than all the other life coaches, which basically I mostly coach leaders of churches, nonprofits, and small business owners, which you are, small Mm -hmm. business owner. You're like an amazing small business Mm owner.
1: Well, (laughs) thank you.
0: Tell us more. Everybody needs to know.
1: Well, I love my small business. I started in 2020. I'd been a pastor for many, many years and always had been interested in different things. And I started different things. I had always done things on the side, like writing and whatnot. But then in 2020, I had gotten this idea to start a subscription box for Ministers and on a Facebook group, I just put the word out and there was a really warm reception to it. And so I thought, well, why not try? And still to this day, I'm surprised at what a (laughs) great reception it's had and how we've sent consecrates to people all around the United States and all around the world. And It's just grown and grown. And it's been fun because a lot of the things that I curate are from other ministers who make things. And so I love encouraging other ministers as they are brought to life by these side projects they have. And then other small businesses contribute as well. But It's been a great way to meet people and to just open up my own world, too. It feels very much like a community.
0: Not many businesses are so good at having a point of view and then drawing in people who want to be a part of that point of view and then meeting each other. As we've interviewed people, they're saying, oh, I met them through Consecrate. So
1: you're doing all this other stuff to help people interact. Yeah, it's been really fun, and I didn't expect any of that. But it's been so very organic how people have made connections through the box. And now in January, we're having a trip. Some of us who are part of Consecrate are going on a trip to Belize. All of these things that I hadn't expected. We have a book group, people that I've never met face-to-face, but they feel like friends just because we communicate through being part of Consecrate.
0: It's so funny too. We've both ended up as these small business owners. And when I met you, that never would have been what I assumed.
1: I know. Life is
0: funny how it goes on a track. It is. And And here we are reconnected.
1: And you were so nice too. The very first box, I remember I asked you if you would put something in there to Mm. share with people about your life coaching. And you put together this cool little thing for Advent, I remember, Mm. and we put it in there and... So, we've had, I think, a couple of times we've shared about your business and the box. Yeah. And that's been. Thank you for fun. doing that.
0: <laughs> I get really good people. Whenever somebody sets up an intro session, I always say, How did we find each other? And the best people are like, You were in the consecrate box. So, uh-huh. you're drawing a good crowd. <laughs> oh, good.
1: Well, I'm really glad to hear that because, of course, it adds value to the box when I'm able to put an offer from a code in there. So, thank you. <laughs> Are doing yeah. that. Yeah, you and I our paths go way back. We've known each other a long time. Right out of
0: college, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So we both did this organization that's now defunct. Lutheran Youth Encounter. May it rest in peace. Mm-hmm. So know. Lutheran Youth Encounter is like traveling and doing a combo of camp songs yep. and
1: games and puppet shows. I know. Now, looking back, or when you try to explain it to anybody who doesn't know it, it sounds so lame, but I remember I I just thought (laughs) I was the coolest person ever when I got accepted to do it. (laughs) There was
0: a reality show where people were traveling around in a van, and I was like, I've already done it. Yeah, exactly. We did that. You travel a whole year in a van with (laughs) eight people. Right, it's
1: like big deal. We did that.
0: And we went six towns a week sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Setting up our own band equipment. Do
1: the gig. Yeah. Staying with members
0: of the congregation.
1: Yep. Staying with host families. Oh my gosh, the stories. I was trying to remember which part of the country you traveled in.
0: I was North Central. So oh, Minnesota, yeah. North and South Dakota, and the edges of Iowa, Wisconsin, and Canada.
1: Yeah. My first team was North Central too.
0: Oh, yeah. so uh-huh.
1: you know, And you yeah. did
0: somewhere in Africa? Yeah,
1: then I, I did Crossfire to West Africa, the second team. Yeah. But it was mm. funny because the first team, I didn't know until I left for training. If I was going to be on an international team or a national team, and so oh my gosh, I was saying all these grand goodbyes, and then we basically were traveling through my hometown every <laughs> couple weeks right. on North Central. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm still here.
0: <laughs> Hi, yeah. yeah. Whenever I meet someone from the Dakotas, and they're like, you haven't heard of my town, and I'm like, I might have. Yeah, I might have done a concert there yeah. and slept in someone's house. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I play two truths and a lie. Now I'm going to give it away. But I often say I've slept in over 400 people's homes. Yeah. And it sounds unrealistic.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it is true. Those were good years, though. I liked doing that. But it was a little while ago now. <laughs> and then we both went to the same seminary. So we overlapped yes. there. Yep, we did. We overlapped at seminaries, So I always knew who you were. And then I'd been a pastor for a while. And I remember I got back in touch with you because I wanted coaching. Yeah. Yep. So you, yeah, were my, that was fun. you were my coach for a little while, too.
0: Right around when you were leaving to be
1: on a reality <laughs> show.
0: Because that's normal for a pastor. Yeah, right.
1: Oh. By the way, guess what, Don? I'm, now I'm going to Norway to be on a reality show. It was called Alt for Narge, and it no longer exists either. It was on for 10 seasons in Norway, and it actually won the Norwegian equivalent of the Emmy Award many times. Oh my gosh. It was very, very popular in Norway. Yeah. and it was basically US citizens who went over to Norway to learn about Norwegian culture and to find out about your own roots too. And so you got to see the home place where you're ancestors came from it was a really cool thing to be a part of
0: was it a thing you could win
1: yes there was a winner for each season and i was not the winner
0: <laughs> i'm still impressed that you did it i don't care that you didn't win
1: it was really fun you can watch old episodes on youtube alt for Norga. <laughs>
0: okay yeah maybe we'll put a link in the show notes
1: no no don't put it, don't put a link <laughs> you're in.
0: gonna make people work for it <laughs>
1: But what I think you should put a link in the show notes to your web series that you created. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, talk about that.
0: It's called A Dairy Tale. And the tale is like fairy tale, not the tale of the cow. T-A-L-E. A Dairy Tale. And we filmed three seasons in Wisconsin on location with the cows. It's like the office if your office were a barn and these characters that are in a town that is struggling to get its footing. It is true that Wisconsin is losing a lot of family farms and so that affects everything else in the town. So it all started that I do a professional musical like we're flown out from New York City to do this thing and we do it a lot. Thus I am in these random towns with the same people year after year. So one year I was like you know what we should do while we're there? Oh, what a great <laughs> Make a web idea. series. I love that. And then not unlike many creative endeavors, once we decided to do a web series, we just did it using what we had around us, which was the cows.
1: Yeah. I can't believe I haven't watched it yet, but I'm, I'm, oh, don't I'm worry. going to now. Now it's on my list. We were
0: advertising it on the local affiliates of NPR, ABC, NBC, all these different places on their morning shows. And then they would ask us about the cows and we wouldn't know anything. <laughs> Sorry, we're the city people pretending.
1: Yeah. What a great idea, though. Just like this is a great idea that you also came up with to do this podcast. I
0: just kind of pitched like seven ideas and you were like, podcast, that's what we're doing. (laughs) So thank you for the encouragement because I never would have done it on my own.
1: I feel the same way. I've done these mini interviews of some of the creators who put things in the box. I've done it Mm -hmm. on Instagram Live, but I really needed someone who had the skills and the drive to actually turn this into something. And God just put you right in my path. So here we are.
0: Here we are. (laughs) We both need
1: each other for this to work. I know. And I'm really excited to see because these first conversations that we've done, they're so (laughs) interesting. So I can't wait to see what else happens down the road.
0: So what are we wanting our listeners to get? Why would someone (laughs) listen? I've all thought about why it's fun for us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Why would someone else want to
1: listen? Well, I think that, like I said, it's been so interesting to hear the process that these people are going through as they're creating things and as they're thinking about taking the next steps. And I learned so much from it, so I can't help but imagine our listeners will learn a lot from it as well. What do you think?
0: I think it's encouraging and interesting to hear someone just like them. Yes. That made space for it in their regular life without any extra resources, like not the celebrity talk and just said, this is a need of my spirit and I'm going to be creative and they're doing it. Oh,
1: my goodness. Isn't that key? That is so important because all of these people, they're working their regular jobs, but they're also creating beautiful things. And yeah, it's feeding something deep in their souls and it's a gift to the world.
0: And hopefully people listening to this, as you said, you're getting some secondary coaching. I hope they are too. I think some of the things they bring up are universal.
1: Oh, very much. Very much so. It could apply their job, but just to life in general. Some of the quotes that have come out of it are like, oh, well, that's just good life advice right there. You know,
0: (laughs) can make a t-shirt out of everybody's episode. Yeah.
1: And I like that we are talking to people from different denominations as well. And there'll probably be some people down the road who aren't even part of a denomination. And I think that it's going to be something that'll be of interest to a wide variety of people.
0: I'm excited to see what sort, you're so good at building community, and I am obsessed with community. I can't wait to see what community forms around this.
1: Yeah, it's true. Because what is life without community? We need it so much in so many ways. At every stage of our life, we need it. It's going to be a good journey. Yay. Here
0: we go. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. Okay. So if people want to be on this journey with us, what? do we want them to do what do you do with a podcast you follow or subscribe
1: and then rate and review rate and review yeah follow us on spotify and itunes do you listen to your podcasts on spotify or itunes spotify because armchair expert was only
0: there for a year and brene brown also had exclusive deals with spotify and so it did what they wanted it made me switch
1: Now I'm only pretty much only Spotify is where I listen to. Me too. To...
0: But it feels like my mom will
1: do iTunes, yeah. you know? Uh-huh, yeah.
0: Okay, so how can people find us? I am at bigpicturebigpurpose.com. And from there, you can find everything else I do with coaching, et cetera. And at some point, we will connect it to createdcreativepodcast.com Creative we're
1: just getting started exactly yes and consecrate we always have boxes and subscriptions you can find that at consecrate.createjoy.com or on etsy it's consecrate box and that's where the fun t-shirts and cups and things are
0: and your instagram
1: is consecrate box the instagram is also consecrate box mm-hmm. very well curated instagram everyone follow yes
0: and my Instagram is just my name, John Troutman, T-R-A-U-T-M-A-N. I post a coaching video nearly every day. Yeah. But first, everybody, follow this podcast.
1: Please like us and follow us on iTunes and Spotify and rate and review. Give us a positive review. We could use those. Tell your friends also. Tell your friends. Yes. Invite them to listen. Mm. Thank you
0: for being on this
1: experiment. Yes. It's been so fun. Join us for all the upcoming episodes. We're so excited.
0: Yay.